Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back, everybody. Apologies for no episode last week. Was a little busy, but we are back. And I'm going to start things off with a quick little recap of the Kentucky game. I won't spend too long on this. I know Gator fans are extremely upset. You know, so am I. It's tough when you get that loss to a lesser opponent, especially this early on into the season. But not all else is lost. I mean, let's still be there for our Gators and let's support them and let's hope they can bounce back and still salvage this season. So just a quick touch points I wanted to talk about. It was a weird loss. As you see, if you look at the stats, you know, team stats specifically, we dominated the yards and time of possession. And I truly believe the defense played well. Unfortunately, some lack of discipline, especially on the offensive side. I believe there was some complacent play calling. I think uh, it's tough when you lose a game to a team where they were one of nine on third down efficiency. You know, the defense did their job, got them off the field plenty of times. But when you have plays like a blocked field goal for a touchdown, that can completely take the wind out of a sail of a team and bring a lot of momentum, especially for a team that, you know, a home game for Kentucky, the fans were into it. That blocked field goal for a touchdown really was the turning point in that game. And like I said, discipline was a true issue there 15 penalties for 115 yards is just absolutely unacceptable i know coach mullen doesn't expect that and and i mean he shouldn't and neither should gator fans have to expect seeing something like that so i think mullen definitely needs to you know work on some discipline with the guys and and overall just the coaching staff needs to do a better job in preparation for these upcoming games This was really our true first road game test. And, you know, I'm not taking away from Kentucky. They won the game and they're off to a hot start to start the year. But it was really just an underwhelming performance from Florida and and a loss that just seems really weird. It seems like we didn't lose the game, but just some complacent play calling and just not a lot of efficiency from the Gators offense whatsoever. So that's my recap. I'm not going to talk about it long because like I said, it's disappointing. We lost to Kentucky. That happens once in a blue moon, you know, and it's disappointing and it pretty much, you know, ends our college football playoff chances, which is never fun playing at UF for five years. You know, the toughest thing would always be that second loss or that loss to a, a lesser opponent early on into the year where you're like, shoot, you know, we are really going to have to play lights out and win all the games that are, you know, supposed to be a close game, like a Georgia game or something like that in order to make anything of the season. But, you know, you got to stick with them. Gator fans, you got to root for your Gators and you got to hope that they can turn things around starting off with Vandy this week. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use your promo code NFL100. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. I wanted to touch upon my updated regular season projection. Going into the year, I predicted 8 and 4. Unfortunately, 
I've grown accustomed to learning a lot about Gator football and knowing that that loss to a lesser opponent always creeps up on us at some point throughout the year. It was LSU in my senior year, and you know I can think of the loss at Tennessee my true freshman year. I can think of the loss to Mizzou. We lost a game we shouldn't have lost to when we lost to Arkansas away. There's just like one road SEC matchup that we aren't supposed to lose, that it's a trap game and we lost, and that's what happened with Kentucky. So I'm sticking with my prediction. I think we finished the season 8-4, and four. unfortunately. I believe we're going to lose to LSU on the road. Not this week, obviously, the upcoming week. Death Valley is a tough place to play in, way tougher than playing in, at Kentucky. And I think LSU will be gunning for us again. You know, they pretty much ended our season last year, and they'll be gunning for us again. And then I think, even though I want to be very optimistic, we're going to lose to that Georgia team in Jacksonville. I think UGA could possibly be the best team in the country right now. That defense is on another level. I just saw a stat that said Georgia has scored 99 points in their last two games while giving up zero. And it's not like they're playing cupcake teams. They just beat Arkansas by 37 and shut them out. That's pretty scary, especially when they're clicking all at the right time, getting ready for the matchup in which they're going to want revenge against a Florida team that I was a part of. And yes, we beat the Bulldogs, but they will be coming. They'll be gunning for us, and I don't look forward to it, to be honest with you. So next, I'm going to do a preview for the Vandy game. Just finishing up some last touch points. You know, that loss to UK takes the wind out of the sail. You know, we know that we're going to fall up short of the college football playoff and most likely the SEC championship game. So it's going to be tough, and it'll be really interesting to see how Mullen gets these guys to still compete and show a ton of passion and effort, even though they know that they're underachieving what the Gator standard is. It'll be interesting to see because very well, you know, times while I was at UF, like the year where we fired Jim McElwain, the team got complacent. You know, there was a lot of divide, you know, between the coaches and the players and players, you know, didn't give the effort that they needed to. And I feel like coaches didn't give the effort that they needed to. So it's like, it'll be interesting to see how these guys respond and see really how well Mullen has control over, you know, this entire team to see how they perform in these next few weeks. I think this week should be a blowout win. I mean, we're favored by 30-something plus. I'm not too worried about this week when I say what I was saying. I expect, you know, the prior weeks, you know, LSU at Death Valley, Georgia at Jacksonville. It's like that'll be where we get to see the true identity of this Gator football team. And I know fans are upset, you know. Check social media. Check really anywhere. Gator Nation's coming at Mullen and the rest of the staff, and they're very disappointed with their performance, and they're disappointed with that loss. So this is this is a big-time bounce back that Florida needs to have here versus Vandy. They need to blow them out, regain a lot of confidence, fix any discipline issues, you know, the false starts, the turnovers. you got to fix all of those issues, and you got to play clean football in games, you know, against LSU and Georgia if you're going to win. So I think they need a bounce back win to gain some confidence, getting ready for that brutal two-game stretch coming up after. A little bit of insight on Vandy. Let's be honest, Vandy has a terrible offense and a terrible defense. Their offense averages 16 points a game. That's last, dead last in the SEC. Really, it's interesting to see what that ranks in all of college football. I know that's at the bottom half. Of it, And this defense allows 35 points per game, which has got to be the worst in the SEC. They're dead last in the SEC in yards, yards per game. 
13th out of 14th in passing yards per game and 13th in rushing yards per game. So there's not much there on that offensive side. And the defense, really, there's not much there either. Let's be honest, it's Vandy, no disrespect, but we should blow these guys out by 50 points. You saw what Georgia did to Vandy this year. There's no reason why we shouldn't do the same. They do have a, a decent special teams, really just mainly their punt team. They have like 38 punts or something along the lines of that, which is a ton more than, you know, half the SEC. So it's pretty impressive that they're fifth in net punt. That means they have a pretty good punter this year. And like I said, having 35 punts already this year, which is eight more than the second most punts in a team in the SEC, that punter's having a great year. So shout out to him. But overall, I don't see why this shouldn't be a blowout. It's at home. I know it'll be tough for the Gator fans or the Gator players, because in the past, you know, when we drop a game like this, it seems like Gator Nation kind of falls away from us and waits until we prove ourselves again to kind of jump back into being a Gator fan, even though they say in all kinds of weather, sometimes that weather can get really bad and have an effect on the players too. So, you know, the Gator fans need to still show up, need to still give, you know, these players a big crowd and fan base to go to these games and, and get excited while playing. But Overall, I think we should blow Vandy out. I'm expecting it to be a, a big bounce back game and hopefully a confidence builder heading into the two game stretch that follows. Next up, my Dio's Locks of the Week. A pretty detailed analysis in this Dio's Locks of the Week, to be honest with you. I, I did plenty of research. I got a lot of touch points that I want to talk about for each pick because I'm not just going to throw 100 picks at you like I've done in the past. I'm going with five picks for my Dio's locks of the week against the spread. As you know, we don't do money lines here. No child's play. So I got five against the spreads. And then I'm finishing off with my teaser. Three team, 10 pointer. Everybody knows about it. Let's get that thing going. So Dio's locks of the week starts now. Number one, Texas plus three. This one is a tough one. It's going to be a great game. They're playing against Oklahoma, but I like what I've seen from Texas. I think they have the best running back in football or in college football. I think Bijan Robinson is a true Heisman candidate. I'd be very surprised if he's not a finalist at the end of the year, and I think he could very well win it based off of his performance thus far this year. He's got 652 yards on 102 attempts, which is ridiculous, and he's played some solid teams. It's not like Texas hasn't played any competition this year. You know, they played Arkansas this year. They played... Uh, Texas Tech, they just played at TCU, which was a dogfight. And the guy's a beast, you know. They're, Texas has performed well other than that game against Arkansas. And since then, they've dominated. They beat Rice by 58, Texas Tech by 35. Just beat TCU at TCU, which is you know can be a trap game, similar to what happened with Florida at Kentucky. So I like what I've seen from Texas, and I'm backing them plus three. They're 4-1 against the spread. This offense averages 43 points per game. I think it'll be a high-scoring affair. Oklahoma has an explosive offense, too, even though Oklahoma's kind of underperformed this year. I know everyone expected Spencer Rattler coming into the year to just have stats that just blow people out of the water, you know, be a, a true Heisman candidate, and he hasn't been that thus far. I think OU's underwhelmed this year, and I think Texas has played, like I said, extremely well since the Arkansas game. So I'm going to take... Texas plus three. If you want, you can buy a point to get it to plus four, but I think this game is close and I think Texas has a great chance to actually win this game outright. So that's my first pick. Next up, I go to 
Ole Miss. I like Ole Miss, and I and I like Lane Kiffin, as everyone already knows. But I like Ole Miss minus five and a half against Arkansas. This game's at home and a huge bounce back opportunity for Lane Kiffin and company after what happened this past week to Ole Miss in their game against Alabama. I think that KJ Jefferson I saw as a game time decision. So that's already a huge factor that they might not have their signal caller at 100%. Arkansas recently got blown out against UGA. So it'll be, it's tough to come back after a game like that where, you know, you're a top 15 team, everybody's expecting you to give Georgia a good game and then you just get pounced by 37. Even though it was at Georgia, that's just tough to, to rebound from something like that. Ole Miss's offense, I believe, is much better than the Razorbacks, especially if KJ's hurt. I think Ole Miss has a bounce back game offensively. I expect Matt Corral and Ole Miss to put up a ton of points. I think the home crowd will have a big effect on this game. So I'm going with Ole Miss minus five and a half. I am buying a point and a half to get it to minus four, and I'm rocking with the Rebels in this one. Next up, Alabama. Yep, I know I don't like picking Alabama, but let's be honest, more often than not, it's it's free money, and I expect Alabama to dominate this game. I think Texas A&M was way too overranked heading into this year. I think they lost a lot in the draft, and I just am not impressed with them whatsoever. Their offense has been sputtering all year, especially since SEC plays begun. And I expect Bama to dominate just like they did versus Ole Miss. I think the offense is going to be explosive, way too explosive for Texas A&M's offense to have an opportunity to hang in it. Texas A&M's offense only averages 23 points a game, even though they have a great defense, only allowing 12 points a game. This is an Alabama offense that's clicking on all cylinders. They've put up at least 30 points. You know, since the Florida game, they've They've won versus Southern Miss 63 to 14. They just beat Ole Miss 42 to 21. They're putting up points in bunches, averaging 45 a game. They're averaging over 460 total yards per game. And this Texas A&M offense just doesn't have that type of explosiveness to be able to hang with Bama. I'm going Bama minus 18. I'm buying a point and a half to minus 16 and a half because I definitely see them winning by 17 or more. I'm riding with them. My fourth team, Stanford plus 13. I usually don't bet this conference too much because I think it's a trap conference. You never really expect the guys you expect to win don't. And there's plenty of upsets. Stanford has shown that this year. Stanford's played extremely well this year. They already have two wins against top 25 teams, really top 15 opponents when you look at it. When they beat uh, USC, USC was ranked 14th. They went and beat them on the road by 14. And then they just beat Oregon in OT, which was a crazy game which Oregon was the third-ranked team in the country. I think Arizona State has looked decent. They just dominated against UCLA, and they are the home team in this one. So I could very well see Arizona State winning the game, but I don't think they cover 13 points. I'm impressed with Stanford's resilience this year. They've had a lot of top 25 matchups, three, you know, out of their first five games. So they're they're battle-tested, and I expect them to hang in this one. They could very well win. I know that's going to be a juicy money line, but I'm going with Stanford plus 13, and you can leave that as it is. No need to buy anything there. So Stanford plus 13. And lastly, I'm going with Georgia Tech minus four against Duke. I wanted to get out of the top 25 for all of my picks. You know, I wanted to switch it up a little bit. And I'm a big believer in Jeff Collins. He was a great defensive coordinator during my time at Florida. I'm rocking with Jeff, and I think Duke is not a good football team. Duke just got blown out. They lost by 31 to UNC. 
UNC, a team in which Georgia Tech beat by 20-plus two weeks ago. I can't believe the line is only minus four for Georgia Tech, even though it's at Duke. I think Georgia Tech bounces back after that blowout loss to Pitt. But they've proven themselves this year. They've beaten UNC by 23 when UNC was ranked 21st. They lost to a number six ranked Clemson, who even though Clemson is not that good of a team this year, which is weird to say, but still, they only lost to Clemson by six at Clemson. And I just think Georgia Tech's a way better team than Duke this year. You know, Duke's offense will struggle against this Georgia Tech defense that I believe Jeff Collins will, you know, have ready after that, you know, tough performance last week against Pitt. But I think Pitt's also a great, one of the best offenses in football this year. So I'm, I'm not reading too much into it. I think they bounce back despite that blowout loss last week. I'm going with Georgia Tech and a bounce back ACC win, minus four versus Duke. So those are my five plays for everybody. I'm going to finish things off right now. Don't need to do much uh, analysis here because I've given you a mouthful uh, on the betting front here, but I'm going to go with my three-team 10-point teaser, my first leg. I'm going to give you guys a Thursday night game because I haven't thus far, and I know some of you guys want to throw something in for tonight. So 10-point teaser makes Houston plus 4.5 against Tulane. I like this a lot. I like this Houston team. They put up points in bunches. They haven't played a ton of competition this year. But since that opening day loss to Texas Tech, they've bounced back. And Tulane's defense has been abysmal this year. They're allowing 40 points a game, and, and Houston puts up 36. So I expect, even though it's at Tulane, I, I definitely see Houston winning this. So I think plus 4.5 is perfect. And that is my first leg. Next up, I'm going to the SEC. Unfortunately, I am betting with the Georgia Bulldogs. They have been dominant. They have been I don't, I don't think there's a word to describe how that defense is. They've just been insane performing at a high level. This 10-point teaser makes them 5.5, minus 5.5 against Auburn. Even though it's at Auburn, I know it could be a tough game, but I think this defense has been phenomenal. And I think they win by more than a touchdown. So I'm going with Georgia here. Looking at the stats, it's pretty crazy to see that Georgia's defense is allowing 4.6 points per game. That's correct, 4.6 They've played against Clemson. They just shut out Arkansas. They've shut out two SEC teams back-to-back, even though Vandy is nothing special. They've just been dominant. And even though Auburn, you know, had a big-time win at LSU for the SEC's sake, I just I see Georgia winning by more than six. So I'm, I'm giving them the points, minus five and a half. I like Georgia in a 10-point teaser. And it's only right that I finish off this teaser with one of my favorite teams this year, I take them in almost every teaser that I do. Yes, it's Michigan State plus five against Rutgers at Rutgers. This is, it, it could be a trap game. You know, Rutgers is four and one against the spread and they've played well. Well, they got blown out by Ohio State last week. But prior to that, you know, they only lost to Michigan, who I think is a great team by seven. They beat Syracuse, who's proven to be a much more improved team this year. But I love what I've seen from Michigan State. They beat Miami by 21 on the road. You know, they, they've just really dominated most of the games they've played. And I think they're battle-tested. And I like them. They're 3-1 and one and one against the spread this year. But they're 5-0. and oh. I think they have another Heisman candidate. And they're running back. Walker the third. That guy's an absolute beast. He's got 680 yards on 100 carries this year. I know most of that came from week one. But... In general, they're a ground-and-pound team with a good defense, and I think they win this game. 
I love them at plus five. So that is my 10-point teaser, three teams. Houston plus four and a half. Houston, we have a problem. Take them, plus four and a half. UGA minus five and a half versus Auburn. Tough game, but I think Georgia gets it done. I love what I've seen from them this year. I think they honestly are the best team in the country. And then Michigan State plus five. Barty on. That's it. That's it for Dio's Locks of the Week, and that's it for this week's episode. Sorry about the delay last week, guys, but thanks for tuning in. Of course, this show is presented by Bet Online. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.